I'm Scott Blakeman, getting through this in Brooklyn, New York. During these times, Sunday is not all that different from the Sundays of yore or early March. We feel permission to sleep later. We watch the Sunday interview shows. A few of us, including Tommy and myself, spread out the many sections of the Sunday New York Times while we feast on bagels, cream cheese, and lox. If not for the newsmakers on the three networks and CNN and the main news section of the Times, you could, as the song says, forget your troubles and get happy. But even with the awareness of these changing times, Sunday is still different than the other days. A day of rest and reflection. And a day when you allow yourself that extra cinnamon bun to accompany your second cup of good coffee. <laughs> and that was my audition for CBS Sunday morning. Thank you. <laughs> Indulging. I am Tom Saunders in Los Angeles, where I have the New York Times delivered to my doorstep, as loyal listeners know, and the LA Times is on my phone. So I have one foot in the past, getting the, the physical edition of the paper, and the other foot in the present with my digital uh, version, uh, which makes sense. Both feet in the presence, I could lose my balance. Metaphorically, that could result in a smashed face, loss of teeth. And again, again, it's metaphorical, but it's no less painful and unsightly. And may I add, Scotty, that I hope that wasn't just an audition for CBS Sunday morning. I fully expect there will be a bidding war between NBC and ABC as well. Well, after, after what you just gave us, uh, 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 it will all bid wildly for your relaxed, homey <laughs> Sunday morning presence. And, and can I say, whoever wins, I happily expect that next Sunday morning we will see you calmly waxing poetic about Sunday morning on one of the networks. And if, and if we don't, Scotty, I feel we must burn the entire system down. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel strongly about this. Well, I appreciate and uh, respect your opinion, Tommy. I say, let's not burn down. Let's be in calm. Just as CBS Sunday morning is, it really is the antidote to, to any day. I don't, I don't watch it enough. I watch it occasionally. But instead of these heated, heightened stories, it's like, and then sometimes sitting by a lake is the answer to everything. And it's the twinkling of the sparkling of the lake. And lakes are watery substances yeah <laughs> and people are near them and it's so soothing yeah, and soothing. medicate the pharmaceutical companies are against cbs sunday morning because it negates the need for uh anti-anxiety medication anti -anxiety. actually people yeah. cut down on their use of ink people who watch sunday cbs sunday morning don't are not i don't know that this is a fact but i, I i'm i'm willing to believe that it must be true that oh, yeah. they that they you uh People who watch CBS Sunday morning because of the tranquility of the style of of soft journal. It's ultra soft journalism. Right? Very smart. Very, very on a very high level. I love Charles Osgood. When he did with a bow tie. And, yeah. yeah I, think he, I uh, remember he, Charles Carroll. Yeah. Charles Carroll the on the road story. Oh, the uh, classic on the road with Charles Carroll. Oh, yeah. At CBS News. And it turned out he had another family. Well, that was <laughs> I just remember that. That was incredible because he was a. Brilliant, not very kind of a portly, not a, portly looks was not just to be not to be crass, but looks no, was not as, but he's he sort was, of avuncular in, in a way. In, yeah. in, you know, if, if Walter Cronkite was one uncle, he was the other uncle, he was the kind of more playful uncle, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and but, CBS you know, was at that time uh, a place of uncles, uh, the CBS <laughs> News. Well, um, and then beginning back with Murrow's boys in yeah. the war in the radio days but and actually Corral I believe was one of Murrow's boys yeah uh, I think he 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 was a World War II uh, uh reporter but yeah he would go he, he found he had the perfect job 
at CBS, he would be on the road and they, it would be these little soft pieces near the end of the CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite, where it would be Charles Kuralt on the road in Pumpsville, Indiana, where the largest hot dog bun gets wet from a from an a, 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 an early spring rain. You know, <laughs> no, really, I would love to. Just I, I, watch I mean, I, I stumbled in a way. I that think Charles that was an actual. Never well, actually, stumbled, but. But actually, but, he stumbled on that episode too, which is so. Yours was a real, yeah. I, all right, very accurate. A yeah. tribute to Charles Corral in every single way, including his stumbles. But he had two families, and that's one story that would have just blown open. It would have been oh. led the news, but he never revealed it. He, he, um, yeah. Well, and you know what? Maybe they were two very. I, I sound like they were two happy families, and I guess obviously the other didn't know, which is. But that's one of the perks of being on the road. I, guess, that's, I think that's it. Well, that's what yeah. I think. I think his on the road thing, of course, if you're on the road all the time, yeah. you're going to have two families. It's just going to happen. Uh, I mean, I'm sure when, I don't, they probably didn't even think to bring I, I, it up. Like, I'm, I'm joking, of course. Well, yeah. Um, but a contract time was always, so Charles, you're not, you don't got another family on the side because they'd say, occasionally they'd say, hey, you want to come back to New York and do some. Uh, we, uh, uh, I'm happy on the road and uh, you don't have like another family going, do you? <laughs> oh, right. Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now yeah. now they have to ask, do you have another family? Yeah, well, you it's know, in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, it, it just, the human resources, you know, checks in on you. But, but it, it, and that can uh, nullify your contract to families. But, no, I, and it, as, but I, I feel like, again, we're not, and please, we're not condoning two families. We're not saying, hey, if you just got one, you're missing out. No. Well, what I am saying, though. But if people, you're on the road. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? That, that uh, if well, you're on the road, like Charles Kuralt was, he was uh, every week he was in some rural part of, of America uh, doing a story about Americans, the, the, the stories that don't make the news. And meanwhile, he... he um, what you're saying would have been is a great in that story. case, yeah. That then, then you probably would have uh, two families. Oh like well, again, I would say stick to the one family or the no family as your choice. But I'm all I'm hoping and saying is maybe, and I'm hoping both family and maybe they sort of knew because I would love to almost see the wives going, "Oh, Charles, you certainly wouldn't be the first man one would expect to have two families." But <laughs> you're quite a remarkable man. You're able to treat both the families so well and care yeah. for us and and wow well, well, i wish i could be i could be greedy and want you all the time but yet i'm it's okay to share you while you're on the road <laughs> you know i mean that's what i like to envision that's I don't what know, i do too yeah. like I, I same thing because he's he, he, people the, the the younger generations don't know of charles Grohl. although i think i'm doing a very good impersonation of him so it's oh, like yeah. they know uh, who he was but he was yeah scotty says portly guy a, a, a friendly sort of a person, yeah. would, a, a newsman, but he had he had this dream gig of going around America and discovering little stories. And uh, 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 nobody's die dies in his story. Oh, nobody's no, no. nothing burns down unless it's been built up even better than before. And yeah. and and and, uh, and it turns out uh, he. I think I agree that that man would be a great father. And and he probably has so much had so he's no longer alive had so much love in him, Scotty. He had enough for two families, and he had enough money for two families. So that's yeah, beautifully put. Well, they, yeah, that's sometimes there are a lot of people who say I'd like to have another family, and then they look at their pocketbook. <laughs> and, 
you know, and I love that book and, uh, and there's very little loose change and that's not enough for two families. Even a non non-materialistic family still need at least 800 to a thousand extra. Right. <laughs> no, if you have two non, the, 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 the golden ring is you get two non-materialistic families. <laughs> well, like, even where... that cost because it's double the general non-materialistic. <laughs> so, uh, but again, I mean, then you're set. But but yeah. how how often does that happen? Or there's well, a certain kid very... in the family that uh, uh, that is materialistic and and does want gold chains, and um, uh, so. The, but yeah, but I think what, again, what, yeah. what we're yeah. saying though is that uh, 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 were these, and that's an interesting question. Nobody's really followed up on this. Were these happy families? Were they in, were in they... general happy? Well, I, you know, we, everyone assumes there's some negative and I don't, I don't know. And as long as we don't know, this is yeah, called speculative we, journalism. I, we, yeah. we, we specialize in speculative journalism. Well, we could do the book, which we just did, obviously the book, uh, Charles Carroll's, you know, the secret, well, you know, call it that, but you know, there was another uh, person who, who I really didn't like, uh, who was actually still alive and who I wouldn't compare to Charles Carroll's at all, a uh, Vito Fisella who was a congressman on Staten Island, conservative, uh, went to Harvard too, and very bright wing, kind of a tough guy. And he, you know, very family values oriented. Turned out he had two families. So I would joke when there was comedy on stages that his idea of family values was having as many families as possible. And he did, he had- uh, But that's a great joke, Scotty. If I were there, I would have not only laughed, <laughs> I would have gotten up and applauded at that joke because well, you know, I, and that's that uh, was what I was hoping you were going to go to a joke like that. Family values, and he's got two families. That's perfectly in keeping with his family values, right? Exactly. More families, yeah, the better. Yeah, yeah. So, but we just always told you and I, Tom, we were plus positive. We don't, you know, I'm, I'm sure some people now are dashing off angry letters to their whoever or their 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 podcast station manager, like. They're, you know, condoning two families, and oh, no, no. one is saying Let's maybe. Be very clear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it takes a, first of all for us to condone anything. It's not so simple as oh, we're just talking about. Uh, uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about um, Sunday morning. Well, Sunday morning on in general, the road. Yeah. Charles Corral, and that led us to this conversation about his two families. Now, which we did not plan on. Uh, even which we did not plan on doing. If we were to condone the process before we publicly condone anything, we go through meetings, we go through <laughs> a vetting process. There are two different independent agencies that are non-aligned that uh, that we th that crunch the numbers and work the data, and it's only until we have a full uh, quorum of advisors agree. Uh, to condone something before we even then take it to the next stage, which is the ultra vetting process. Oh, and what that entails, <laughs> literally several trials. And what we do is we <laughs> have this exact conversation, it's recorded, and played to first 10 people, and if they don't have bad responses to it, we move on. And then we move on to the 30,000 people. And... I mean, they, we, they're laughing, they're enjoying it, it's great, but then we wait and see. <laughs> we wait, we wait. You know, and if it's there isn't, uh, uh, then we put it out there. So anyone who would suggest that we're, oh, okay, we would it. condone no. <laughs> no, uh, uh, two families uh, before we had even uh, begun the, the, the pre-condoning process. Oh. Uh, 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 it makes us shake our head. I don't know about you, I'm shaking my head. Well, Are no, you? it's so bizarre, absurd to even 
ponder. So we're yeah. so far removed from condoning anything until the <laughs> data works its magic. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you compare science and magic, but I think it's uh, it's it's magical. But we, but but yeah, and, and Charles Osgood, I was somebody who confused him. Charles Curl, Charles oh, Osgood. I think he also, you just about hit on a famous saying just now. It's not famous yet, but it will be. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see if I got it right. Science, uh, uh, magic is not science, but science is sometimes magic. Yeah, well, that could be great for the. Does that make sense, Scotty? Because right. science isn't magic. You well, know, science magic could be magical. Science, yeah. Science seems magical sometimes. Yeah. Scott, well, is there something was... there, Scotty? Well, uh, I'm thinking of selling it to MIT and maybe. Uh, I'd like to get a, maybe a wing or, or even a whole building. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get a wing. Yeah. That's both of our do. names. Say, Look, Tommy I'll, and give it, I'll give you building. this saying. Yeah. They, they can translate it in Latin. They can put it on their diplomas. Whatever they want to do with it, they can do with it. But you want to get a wing out of it. I, I like a wing or lounge, but I mean, a building <laughs> would be nice. I know they reserve At MIT. They reserve it for the big money guys. But maybe they could just be a little <laughs> leeway and go, okay, how much did he pay for it? Nothing, but he said that came up with that great line, you know, and then the people really respect the building more instead of like, oh, that's Jeff Bezos building, you know, right, right, right. Bezos down, but I think people should get buildings and them just for coming up with a good line. I well, mean, really. I think that's definitely what I would hold out for if I were you, if and I, if I, and I had come up with that. Well, I kind of sort of helped. I, I oh, no, like both, I no, both of our names on that line. Oh, yeah. Both of our names would be up there. And uh, yeah. uh, so. I don't think it's, a, no one's going to go, I'm not going in there. Those guys didn't pay for it. No, it'd be the opposite. Like, oh, that was, they came up with that great line. Science is magic. Yeah. So uh, that's just the, you know, again, not because we don't want any money for it. We just no, want, we don't want money. To we come up with great lines. We that's just want wings or lounges or large buildings. If you're a, uni if you're a major university. And I said MIT, it could easily be Caltech. Um, yeah. But it, it, something involving science like that should go to a, one of the, that phrase that, 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 that I'm just going to say we came up with, if that's oh, all right. Definitely. Uh, 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 um, science, uh, magic isn't science, but science is sometimes magic. Yeah. Uh, and and I like this. I, I added the sometimes. I don't know. What do you think? Sometimes it's always good just for the sticklers who, the legal people, you know, they're going to go. Uh, yeah. That was, you know, it's a sometimes, you know. It's not and always it, magic. No, sometimes no. it's boring. But well, we've learned some it doesn't it doesn't work sometimes. Sometimes, you know, that's uh, the way science is. But science is, I think, starting to get again. It's it's credibility and it's worship the way it did in 1958 and watching the Bell Lab. beautiful oh, color films that we've the talked about with Dr. People... Baxter. And and uh, I always loved science growing up and you meet Mr. Science. Well, we did actually a famous sketch of Manhattan Punchline, wasn't it? Uh, Dr. Science that you. Yes. Wrote. I just, just came back to me now. Dr. Science. Yes, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, um, uh, staring at the sun, uh, <laughs> and 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 why that could be bad for your eyes. Let's try an experiment. <laughs> All right, so uh, that but getting back to your original point that really took us off onto uh, Charles Corral's two families, yeah, the tranquility, yes, uh, uh, of reading the paper. Um, I want to just say this about that. It is, I think you touched on an eerie counterpart to the fact that it's all such wretched news. And then there's the predictable Times editorials, I think, that have become quite predictable. Snore, I'd say, Scotty. Snore. More coffee, please. Thank you. But all too soon, Scotty, I find 
I must put down the paper and face my real life dilemma mm. that is more like an abattoir. Oh, now tell me, I'm just, I hate to interrupt now, but and I would love to just go, yeah, I don't think, I thought you were going to say avatar, which I know what that is, but that's not what you said. So I, no, I didn't I have to say, well, er, uh, what's an abattoir? It's a French word. And I hope I get points for that. But other yeah. than that, I do not know. No, you do, you do get points for identifying the, the origin of, of the, the country of origin of the word. The is a, um, uh, now I, 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 I really, uh, uh, you could probably look up the exact definition, but I always think it's this thing, this, this sort of uh, gateway with blades and it, and it spins around and there's two <laughs> spinning uh, poles with blades sticking out and you sort of have to go through it or something and it cuts you to shreds oh. if you don't do it right. Or even if you do, there's no way you can get through it without, it's an abattoir is not something you want installed in a house when you have children. Well, actually, Tommy, I, I just did a quick look at it, but this is correct. Uh, it literally means to slaughter. Uh, wow. Well, slaughterhouse is an abattoir. Just yeah, okay. Slaughtered. So, hmm. again, that, that makes me more certain that I, I, I would recommend that people who are thinking of remodeling their houses, and they are doing a lot of remodeling these days because we're oh, yeah. staying at home in these times. Um, uh, yeah, uh, it may sound uh, attractive. An abattoir has a very well, it sounds French like an outdoor area. Like we'll be out in the abattoir. <laughs> We're going to take drinks out there, and <laughs> and little do they know they're walking into a slaughterhouse. And that's a tragic <laughs> tale. You don't see it a lot, but when it happens in Bel Air or these <laughs> areas, you know, it's a cautionary tale. Yeah, cautionary tale. People and and a lot of time, a lot of the blame goes to the goes to the uh, developers who say, well, of course, you're going to want to have an abattoir. And, and, and the, cu the customer who doesn't know what it is doesn't want to seem I ignorant. No. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking maybe we put the abattoir in, uh, in the back there. And, and, then the, and then the guy goes, in the back? Well, why wouldn't you put it uh, uh, on the side where abattoirs always go? So all that stuff is a game. Yeah. Right? And nobody uh, wants to admit, like, and what is this? That? No one's going to yeah. say that. And then... There it is, a slaughterhouse, which and is so what now you mean. have a slaughterhouse on the yeah. side of your house. Yeah, and 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 it's you know, and it's uh, well, it's so it's upsetting in any. It's place. upsetting. I, yeah. I, even just thinking about it is yeah. upsetting me. Yeah, but no, it's, we don't condone well, but, that. But I hope uh, I've answered your question as to. Yes. Well, uh, no, I, I, I'm glad I learned that. And yeah. you're right. It's a your dilemma. It's a difficult dilemma. And, and it's what a is, difficult dilemma, yeah. and, and 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 it is. It, it does seem to me. Uh, 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 that it's uh, uh, a dilemma of such a degree of of difficulty. I, I compare it to an abattoir, and it is as follows. Yes. I must decide, should I have bagels delivered from Wexler's, or should I go get them from Wexler's? <laughs> now, Wexler's, our loyal listeners will remember, is a bagel uh, establishment in Santa Monica, the next town over, that is exactly like New York that serves New York style Bexlers bagels. Yes, Wexlers. I used to live in New York, Scotty, and I yeah. ought to know. Big round Wexlers bagels are exactly like what you'd get at bagel shops on Third Avenue in the twenties. Yeah, only they're in Santa Monica. Mm -mm. And Wexlers doesn't pay me a penny; I pay them. And you had to work out that arrangement. Oh, that's great. But now, Tommy, interesting. Got one. 
you thought maybe you'd get it delivered. And, 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 you know, that's all I do. I don't go into stores, so I get it delivered. But a part of me is saying, a voice in my ear, because uh, a producer is talking near, saying, maybe the bagels, when they get delivered, they're not as fresh as picking it up. They said, and I didn't nod like they do. Yeah. And with the guys on TV, go, yeah, yeah. Like you see them <laughs> nodding there, responding to the guy right. in the ear. Right, right, right. In uh, uh, the, the voice in your head is the producer uh, uh, yeah. cueing you through your, your earphones, and it's not uh, uh, a, a um, symptom of, of psychosis. Okay. No, no, I want to clarify that. All right, that. no, no, no. I just wanted to clarify that for our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Um, uh, I, let me just say this about going there uh, and, 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 and versus getting the, uh, delivered. If you yeah. order a delivery, you can only get a minimum of six of these huge New York-style bagels, which means yeah. I would have to order two packages of delicious locks. And I would mm. eat them all weekend. Like I, for the rest of the day, tomorrow, <laughs> I'd have to eat them to keep them fresh, right? Especially because of the locks. I could freeze. All right. Freeze and the bagels. I've said, the locks, I've yeah. abandoned much of my, um, I will have abandoned my no carb diet already. Yeah. This, this, I, I don't want to, I don't want to even, I mean, we're going into a place where, I mean, when I eat, Lots of carbs, Scotty, and and I have been eating lots of carbs since since our travails, our our worldwide pandemic began. Yeah. Yeah. As we know, people are eating more carbs, and um, and so that that uh, brings me to a, a third leg of this dilemma, which makes it a, a trilemma, not a dilemma, <laughs> a well, trilemma. Wow, that's really sure. something. Again, we don't didn't set out doing the show. We're going to just invent words and be invent movements, philosophies. Uh, inventions of all kinds and just and we throw them out there you just said no one has ever suggested trilemma it's always they figured dilemma yeah enough, and that's yeah. just a double emma no uh, uh, it's a <laughs> double emma and and yeah. and uh and they're very uh, there used to be just dilemmas but now we're seeing more and more trilemmas yes during uh, these times yeah during these times and and so the uh, uh the the third uh lemma you might say uh <laughs> is should I go to the lo uh, local in the Palisades, which is just yeah. a mere mile away, and, and go to the smaller and get a smaller Noah's bagel with second-rate rubbery smoked salmon <laughs> mm, doesn't in a sound package like a, that had been frozen. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a great choice there. I mean, uh, it seems like an obvious choice, but uh, what would get you to go to Noah's, even allowing for the inferior quality, uh, just... Yeah. Um, I, I actually, the, the, because the bagels are smaller, there's less carbs. They're ah, actually yeah, quite yeah. more tasty, believe it or not. Ah. They're, uh, they're everything bagels. But as loyal listeners know, I've gotten stuck in there with uh, a, a maskless wonders who come in and start talking to the laughing. They do mm. uh, people who wear no, I mean, that happened. Remember in their, yeah. their earlier show? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so, so, and, and then I, I drove by Noah's though. I actually parked in front of Noah's, but somebody was waiting to go in. And now when I see anybody waiting to go in anywhere, I don't want to go there. No. I, so I just kept driving, Scotty. I kept driving. I didn't stop. I went right on to uh, 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 over the canyon to Santa Monica. Beautiful drive, uh, you know. Uh, past yeah. the ocean, yes. Yeah. Uh, and, um, well, Scotty, there was nobody there. I mean, it was a long, you know, it, was, it took me about 15 minutes, I guess. 10 minutes 10 uh, and uh, uh uh anyway uh someone uh, uh so so uh but 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 scotty just to add this detail because i know people are hanging on every word of this story and yeah 
and, and so I want to get right to the to the real um, exciting climax. I walk into Wexler's, right? You know, I walk inside, yeah, and uh, nobody's there, which is um, great. And there's the and they now they have a plexiglass screen up in front of their as many stores do these days. They have plexiglass right in, yeah. in front of their cash register, so you don't talk directly. Well, Scotty, the Wexler's uh, uh, bagel meister stuck his head around the plexiglass uh, barrier to say, hey, we got a lot of fog these days. And I said, yeah, it's almost like San Francisco. And mm. now I worry about that little conversation. I well, got the bagels. I got that. Cre- yeah. Everything was great. It's just for that. Well, you know what they should have, Tom, because, you know, when you go in these stores now, the signs, thankfully, uh, no mask, no service. You must wear a mask. How about no small talk? And, oh, my gosh, Scotty. Because that's really and it's, uh, it's fine in its place, but not when you're at a store. And that gentleman should have known that. I mean, yes, that was a nice interaction in previous times, but you want to be grab your stuff and out. So, yep. you know, and he could have said it behind the plexiglass, too. Yeah, and it wouldn't have distorted the words. Yeah, yes. he was wearing a mask, but still, you know, we we we, we worry. Uh, we worry nonetheless, especially when people are talking at you. So. But you're safe because um, you're both that mask, and we laud his desire to be friendly. But going forward, it would be nice to, you know, keep that friendliness to yourself uh, a little bit. Uh, maybe jot well, by a note. little bit. We mean a hundred percent. Yeah, and, and jot and, a note. Maybe dash off a note that he'll mail you. Uh, hey, Tom, great seeing you. Sorry <laughs> we couldn't talk because of these times. That but, would be, vi- yeah. you know, and then we'd probably keep these notes as keepsakes oh, yeah. of this yeah. era. You know, the little notes we pass to each other using wearing rubber gloves, of course. <laughs> yes. And 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 uh, uh, hey, and like it could, he could have just written down, hey, a lot of fog, huh? Something like that. Yeah. And you and, could and respond. I say, your I read it, written down, taking the time. Thing is, you want to get in and out as fast as you can. Right. Places. Have you noticed that? Oh, Scotty? well, that's that's the thing. You, it's nice to I always love lingering, but. Lingering is not uh, the thing to do right now. So no. Uh, and uh, but again, it was I, I, I urge you in the spirit of Sunday tranquility and CBS Sunday morning, nothing to worry about. Uh, quick transaction, quick conversation. Both had mass. Really, uh, you know, I'm just think you should worry about how much you're going to enjoy those bagels, creams and locks because it's going to be. Well, I, I did. I did actually. Uh, ha- but, you know, uh, uh, I actually think the locks are superb at Wexler's, but you know, these big, huge third Avenue style bagels, which they have come perfectly matched. It's so weird how exactly like the third Avenue bagel store, these bagels are, they're not as, and and Scotty, a lot of people, I know I'm going to get some, uh, you know, the national critics association will try (laughs) to hire me as its president because of, of what I'm about to say. Um, But the, uh, these ba- bagels, I, I do think that the that the nose bagels are rather more tasty. Mm. I, I I, I want to say that. So again, if that means that I now have to be the president of the National Critics Association just because of that quote unquote trenchant criticism that I just did, I don't know. I don't know well, if I can fulfill those duties. Well, I think well, I worry could, about that. Well, you could work at home, so that's fine. That's I could work at home. home. Yeah, and it's just putting quotes. That's all you're doing, and you're adding quotes to things you already say. So 
That's really the only main right. difference. But it's I all see. these people who are jockeying for position, and these other critics, and, and, and then they're complaining about stuff I never even thought about, like like last year's National uh, Critics Association dinner had a critic that was very mean and can't we just fire him? And, and I don't even know what they're talking about. See, that's what I worry. When I, when I say something about uh, Noah's bagels and I, and I, and I um, say it in the means of, a, say, a Roger Ebert or a, or yeah. a Bodley Krauser, uh, you know, that level of, of um, erudition, yeah. I say, in my yeah. commentary – that's what gets you elected president of the national. Well, the, there's o- Look, Tommy, there's always that risk. And that's what that's, I worry about. That's why there is risk every day. And it has nothing <laughs> to do with these times. It's just you say a trenchant line, a comment. And, you know, next thing you know, you're heading a, a critics association. But I, I would say, don't worry about it. They know you're and it's good to have outsiders come in and, and you know, well, you just <laughs> about all the minutia uh, with the organization. And uh, so, uh, God yeah, I mean, you. I I, 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 so you're saying I shouldn't lose sleep over it. Oh, no, no. Because I was thinking I would to get toss and turn. No, no, no. They, you know, and I think it's, and I think, um, and I love that you made the Bosley Crother reference, which again, no podcast, not just the no, no world. Podcast. We, we, we relish uh, dating ourselves. Um, yeah. And by the way, Bosley Crother was even before my time, but I, I, yes. I'm, I, I'm even aware of, of critics that were, but who was the great critic for the Herald Tribune uh, for many years? That the, the, he could make or break a Broadway show. Oh well, it was well. Clive Barnes was with the Times before the, that. Prior uh, to, uh, the, the, and, and uh, his wife uh, wrote a best-selling book. Um, um, please don't eat the roses. Oh please. Not please don't eat the daisy. Yes, Walter daisy. Kerr. Oh, ding, that's ding, what it was. Ding, the ding. daisy. That was Gene Carr, and it was Walter Carr. Was the critic. Walter Carr? Ding 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 ding. All right, <laughs> woo woo. All right, now we're ready for the second. <laughs> well, I'm so excited. Isn't it? Put exciting? the rest what? of the cards down. We have a winner. But I'm so uh, excited Gene to get Kerr, it. Walter Kerr. Yeah, he I, could make or break a Broadway show. That's how. Uh, I mean, imagine the, the all that power in one person. That was so oh, wrong. It was a terrible. Time well. For, and, and yet the Broadway theater had never been better. That well, was- to think that uh, one person ever, uh, just almost the way with our pundits these days, why you would care what one person says. But I always bring up the analogy of uh, uh, Clive Barnes, who I think, I don't know if he was right after Walter Kerr, but he was the Times critic. And Clive Barnes had the power to make or break a show. But then he was fired and went to the New York Post where he had no power to make or break or show. And it's still Clive <laughs> Barnes. Like, it's the same guy, but he's at a different Yeah, paper. same guy. So, uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> uh, and he tended, he tended to be very positive. Yeah, he was. Though. not a, and, and he liked writing blurbs that would show up on, on big posters on the side of unlike, buses. Unlike, uh, I remember think John, so. I think the they great were very... John Simon, who uh, passed away in the last year, I believe, with New York Magazine, who was the meanest critic he reveled in that brilliant and an excellent writer and and well again in a mean way i have my issues with john simon but i would always learn new words every time i read a a john simon piece always there would be words that you didn't know what they were yeah and that was a plus but he was very mean especially towards women's appearance he'd go out of his way to pick a woman with one line terrible and And, and i I don't think he was Great no. critic, actually. I, I, I truly do not. I think he was a terrible critic and he was 
He loved to dislike yeah. things. You know, I loved uh, well, even, Rex Reed. It just is. Uh, I, he always made me happy. Oh, what a, yeah. a lowbrow. Well, Rex Reed. Um, oh, but yeah. he was. Oh, uh, so Scotty, a, a total lowbrow. Oh, I, uh, but I was sort of Rex Reed was sort of this with his, you know, uh, elegant way and his uh, Southern way. Uh, I know he did. Are you friends with ex Rex Reed? Taste, I know, maybe. But, but as a guest, a talk show guest on Dick Cavett, he would be sort of flamboyant. Oh, he was snarky. He was the most snarky person. No, I, I, I mean, he, he was a very, he was super snarky. He yeah. Talk about somebody who loved to make fun of women's well, appearances. He was, he was brutal and, and uh, 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 about but he was a personality on time. I know, yeah, he, he was, uh, that's true. Look, thinking back now, he was very negative in me. Uh, oh, oh, Scotty, I'm so glad finally a podcast can address these critics from from, uh, from the days of yore, because there's never been this reckoning until now uh, for for all these long long uh, gone critics. Well, it's, it's, it's uh, hearing the these names media. and uh, and we, but you mentioned Roger Ebert before. Though that was an example of two great Chicago guys. And I, I think I mentioned one. Gene yeah. Sisko. Yeah. Now, I mean, th they now have called the Roger Ebert show. You know, this sort of a Roger Ebert. Well, is the Gene Sisko Film Center. Uh, a great yeah. uh, independent film place. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, and I had lunch with Gene Sisko. I think I mentioned it before uh, when I was a cherub at Northwestern, the National High School you, Institute. You cannot no, and it was a group lunch, funny. and it was a very nice, sweet guy, and and uh, both of them. He was. He was yeah. sweet. Did, did he say what did he say that that you went wow? Uh, only by having lunch with Gene Siskel would I know this about Gene Siskel. Had I not had this lunch, I wouldn't know this. Uh, what would that be? You know, I don't know. I, I do think, uh, you know, I don't know if he, it was more so of wait, a physical. You're I think saying it was a, you had lunch with Gene Sisko and you learned that. Uh, I, I just felt that, uh, first of all, I was so excited to be there. Maybe if it was now and he was alive, it would be different. But I think he did have uh, some leg injury or condition or something. I think I noticed that. Oh, so, okay. Well, see. Yeah, I think that was something somewhere. I wouldn't have known had I not met him. But he was yeah. a wonderful person and, the, and I was glad to have that. And I know Ebert would have been. You know, if he were a mean person and and crabby, I would have remembered all that, you would have remember. And to be honest, it would have been a better story. So in a way, <laughs> your honesty is a is a is a uh, is an inspiration. Well, you know, that's us. that's some people say, has it held me back? You, you could have you could have colored oh, yeah. it and said Gene slammed his fist down on the table and said, I lied about the Godfather. I hate right, the or movie. I like that yeah. would have been or I could have said, please pass. Big news. You could have said that. No, or I could have said, please that. pass the macaroni salad. And he said, no. And then, <laughs> you know, yes, it's a great story. And it wins me a, a, a prizes. But I don't want that, Tommy. I want yeah. truth. Honestly, that's what we You want the truth. truth. You're all about the yeah, truth. Yeah, and that's, I'm, a, I'm a stickler for truth. And uh, and I was. And so he just, and so you told him what, what we told us I was all that, what he said. Was, please pass the man. Uh, yeah, was it mayonnaise or was it butter? Uh, yeah, no, no. I think we didn't. I mean, it could have. I, you know, I don't know specifically if he ever passed anything, but he would have. I know for sure. Well, are you a notes taker? You could check. Yeah, your notes yeah. But I just know that, that uh, nice time. I. But but the point being that 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 he didn't slam his fist down, causing everybody to jump and get very nervous, and say and 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 say that uh, that uh, Roger Ebert's a. A, a, a stupid oh, idiot. Yeah, no, Something couldn't like be that. further from the truth. That would have been a book. That couldn't be further oh, no. from the so truth. Sometimes that's the name of a well, book. That, that's it amazing. Couldn't be further Scotty. from the truth. You could have, you could have colored it, and and you could have, you know, 
said that, I would have got, I would have believed you. It would have been shocking. Stop the presses. Lunch with Gene Siskel reveals his true animosity to his longtime par beloved partner. But that that no, isn't because that's did, not Scotty. what happened. You, and you, what we do on the show, Tommy, that's not who uh, you are. If, as we close for Sunday, as we just tell it like it is, is the great. Uh, uh, Howard Cosell, I believe, would say, and, and others. So we've certainly uh, mined the references that, again, are not obscure because they're just oh, things no. waiting for you. And if they yeah. are, we welcome them even and, more, the, uh, even yeah. more, because we bring them back to life like uh, like. Uh, uh, and uh, what we always say, obscure references are just references you don't know yet, and you will. And on that, Tommy, wow, what a Sunday. Uh, and, what a Sunday. Uh, and uh, learned so much and had so much fun. And uh, uh, we're here every single day. And I remain every yeah. single day. You yeah. know, it's, it's hard to believe that it's it's another another uh, podcast is coming to a close. And well, partner, I, I don't know. I suppose it'll be 24 hours before we take up the iPhones again. And well, uh, I almost feel like I should sing a, a kind of a song right now about podcasting and we're working on that though i think oh we, we will, will and uh we put it out there uh, and uh yeah and so uh yeah every if we're working on a sunday you could be sure we'll be back on monday so uh until yeah. then uh i remain sincerely yours scott blakeman i'm always tom saunders and we're getting through this <laughs>